grave danger. Is there another kind? You see, the useful idiots that the Soviet Union, that Lenin put into America, are now the useful idiots from the Chinese. U.S. President Joe Biden, who has had another week of gaffes, confused moments. Uh, uh, They're coming down on America like Pac-Man, eating us up alive. They're acting more as propagandists. Also, the science has changed. You know the Pac-Man game? Think of a Pac-Man game out of control. Sucking away at the foundation of America. If Russia pursues its aggression, it will face the massive consequences that... Because if they don't want you to believe something and they can cast doubt... We have no intention of fighting Russia. Sometimes confusion can actually be the goal. The goal. The goal. And as we've said all along... Confusion can actually be the goal. Welcome to another edition of Speaking Out America. I'm your host, Jim Watkins. Has anybody noticed that, and it's it's a big thing to say this, but Joe Biden seems to really have gone downhill in the last two weeks. It seems like he was already at that level where he was throwing out gaffes, forgetting where he was. He was already at that level. Now, after watching him uh, gallivanting all over the country this Past weekend, attending Veteran Affairs, uh, Veteran Recognition Celebrations, honoring our nations. He couldn't complete a sentence. There was one uh, a meme that was running around on social media where he couldn't even get a T-shirt on. He had to get somebody to help him put a T-shirt on. It was sad. It was like watching your grandfather who who is wheelchair-bound, who can barely... He refers to Kamala Harris, and he's done it before as President Harris. Meanwhile, he's he's expected to meet with Xi Jinping uh, at some indefinite, uh, indefinite point at the APEC conference in San Francisco this week. Uh, there are people protesting all over the world over this Israel thing. Uh, Jill, uh, his wife, had to suge- uh, whisper answers to him when reporters were asking questions about his position on Israel uh, and the IDF attacking Hamas, uh, it's, it's, he's walking around in a fog. And when you see Jake Sullivan, Jake Sullivan is his national security advisor. It's the same Jake Sullivan that worked for Obama. It's the same Jake Sullivan who, uh, perpetu- who, who perpetuated the idea of, of a Trump-Russia collusion. Uh, he also served, I believe, with Hillary Clinton as well. Every time you see Jake Sullivan up giving a press conference, as he was doing yesterday, talking about Israel, talking about what he would like to see, uh, he's not the president, okay? So he's saying what he thinks because what he thinks he's also sharing with the inner circle at, at the White House. So Jake Sullivan for all intents and purposes, is the president right now. You may not think so, but he's calling the shots on policy. He's completely destroyed the Middle East peace process that was ongoing that Trump had put into motion. When you see Jake Sullivan up on the podium, it's because Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre, isn't, isn't going to get the job done. We're in the middle of at least several different crises. We've got uh, the problems at the border. I saw this this picture. I might even get to the article, but it's actually quite hilarious when you think about it. How do you think the Homeland Security guy at the airport feels scanning all the luggage, making people take off their shoes, 
making people remove their belts, doing the strip search, doing the body search, doing the cavity search, making Americans go through this every single day across thousands of airports affecting millions of people. Meanwhile, people are just walking into our country at the southern border. How do you think that Homeland Security guy feels when he goes home after a long day's work of scanning people's bags and looking in their diapers and their purses and whatever else they can look into? That guy goes home making a decent salary, working for the government. Maybe he thinks he's doing a good job. Maybe he thinks he's serving his country. Pops open a beer. He sits down and he watches the news about thousands of illegal migrants coming across the border, unfettered, being shipped to cities, given a card so they can eat, free room and board for six months. How do you think that guy at Homeland Security feels? You think he's doing a good job? And that's where we're at in this country. And we have the commander-in-chief, who is now embroiled in a tit-for-tat with Iran, And he can barely put two sentences together. And he's supposed to meet with the most powerful dictator in the world. Xi Jinping from China. The head of the CCP. The Chinese Communist Party. Who is pushing its hegemony around the world at rapid pace. You know they do have a base in the Bahamas now, don't you? It's 90 miles away. It's closer than Cuba. What do you think Joe Biden is going to say to Xi Jinping? It should be the big story. What is his plan? Oh, he's going to try to talk Xi Jinping into cooperating with climate change initiatives. It's a joke. China's the number one producer of coal energy now. We're not. And this is the guy that's going to sit. What do you think that Xi Jinping is going to do? He is going to eyeball... Joe Biden, he's going to assess the situation. This is on the heels of Taiwan being invaded. We all know it's ultimately going to come. We know that Putin and Xi Jinping are tight. They're good buddies right now. They're trying to figure out how they can divide up Ukraine amongst themselves. Meanwhile, Zelensky, it's actually kind of comical. He keeps calling the White House and they keep saying, sorry, Biden's busy. Uh, Zelensky's sugar daddy is no longer the sugar daddy. He's not getting the money. He's not getting the sympathy. He can't even get Trump over there. I mean, Zelensky must really feel like, you know, that girlfriend who got pushed aside for a, a prettier face. But it's not a prettier face. It's an uglier face. Now we're distracted by this this Israeli-Hamas battle that could develop into World War III on religious grounds. And it's only Tuesday. So go figure. So we've got an incompetent president. The clock is ticking. The only way that I can see that Kamala Harris could be the president, and it seems like Joe's made the reference a few times, is he's going to backdoor her in. Just like he lifted up the ropes so she could slide in at the last minute and become the vice president or the insurance policy. I call it the Larrabee presidency. If you ever watch Get Smart, remember Get Smart with uh, Don Adams? You know, he always, whenever the chief 
Edward Platt, great actor, whenever the chief would get angry at Max and threaten to fire him, Max would always say, well, you can't fire me. And the chief would say, why not? He says, because if you fire me, Larrabee moves up. And Larrabee was the, the dimwit, the dimwit uh, secret agent who couldn't tie his shoes if he tried. That's where we're at with this, this presidency. We have the Larrabee presidency. And we've got Kamala waiting in the wing. She's not going to run for president, mind you. But it seems at the rate of deterioration that I'm observing in this president, I would say that I would say that he's probably three to four months away from either a really bad sickness, and we're heading into flu season, and he, believe me, he's all vaxxed up, uh, at least we think he is. Uh, and I've been hearing a lot of things now lately about immune compromisation, uh, uh, people getting their boosters, and then falling sick. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. He says, I'm going to go get my booster, Jim. And I said, well, hold on here. Before you do that, did you hear the latest? Now they find that there's DNA in the mRNA. How about that? DNA, bacteria. DNA of what? And Pfizer and Moderna didn't disclose this. It came from two sources. One, in Canada, there was a, a consortium of physicists that spoke before the uh, parliament or some commission and said, we have found DNA in the mRNA vaccines, which is not good. It means that somebody else's DNA was put into you if you went and got a vaccine like me. Also breaking on the Epoch Times today about health officials in the United States. The FDA was not supposed to approve these vaccines. That's the bottom line. But they did. People continue to get their boosters. To what end? So it's the world we live in. And this is what happens when you have bad leadership. There's no question about that. The only question is, how does this movie end? How does this movie end? That's a good question, isn't it? Because we don't know how the movie's going to end. We don't know who's going to be the president a year from now. By the way, condolences to Donald Trump and his family for the loss of his sister. That's very sad. But here we are. We're at the, at the precipice of, uh, of what... America is going to do next. And it's not looking too good, I'm afraid. Uh, it, it, and look, and I'm an optimist. I read uh, Peter Schiff yesterday. He made an excellent point. Excellent point, Peter Schiff. He's uh, one of the most respected financiers in the country. He said that if banks are all sitting on homes, they're holding the, the, the note, and all of these homes across America, millions of homes, uh, when they got their loans at 3%, 4%, I know I did, I'm at 3.25%, but the rate of the interest rate right now in the country is a little over 5%. You know what that means, right? That means that all of these banks are sitting on these notes and they're never going to make their money back. And these aren't just subprime. These are everybody's homes that bought homes in the last 15, 20 years, about 70% of the market. So Peter Schiff says something's going to break. It can't go on like this. Cam Edwards is going to be joining us a little bit later on here on Speaking Out America. I'm Jim Watkins. Don't forget my website, jimwatkins1.com. New articles being posted every day. And, of course, the archives of this show on the podcast. We'll be right back. 